What would you do if you knew you had 15 extra years of life? Now understand, you know exactly when the due date comes. So what would you do at the time? 15 years sounds like an awful long time, but you know, if you're in your 40s maybe, you're already beginning to feel the inexorable creep of eternity coming towards you. Well, I've been thinking a lot about eternity's creep toward me, and I'm also feeling the creep of laying back and coasting. Sounds pleasant. I've served my time. I say to myself, it's the job of younger men to carry the responsibility of the church into the future. I'll just sit on the sidelines and watch. But, oh Lord, keep me from taking pot shots from the bench. Hi, welcome to Wisdom 828. I'm Bob Buchanan. Who are you? Who are so wise? I read about Hezekiah. He's a hero of the faith in many ways. He pulled Judah out of the black hole of idolatry. He rallied uh, rallied God's people to faithfulness. He was a faithful man. He was dependent on the Lord and he was humble. And then one day the Lord came knocking and his time to meet his maker was right then. And Hezekiah didn't want to die. He cried out to the Lord. The Lord had compassion on him and he gave him an extra 15 years. Now, was is the operative word in what Hezekiah was. After the amazing things that he saw God do after his supernatural healing from a deadly sickness in a miraculous sign to confirm it, God made the sundial even turn back 10 degrees as an altogether appropriate sign about his future life. But then he became cocky, complacent, and he got caught up in his own glowing headlines. Some Babylonian dignitaries uh, heard the news of his healing and they came to him with gifts to celebrate and also to uh, case the joint. Now they had eyes on Judah's wealthy temple. Hezekiah lost all common sense and he gave the Babylonian mob a tour of the temple and they were the cool kids in the block and now Hezekiah thought that he was one of the in crowd. Not even close. God sent a message through Isaiah, the faithful prophet of God, Told, uh, told Hezekiah he was foolish and he would have to give an account for his actions. This is what the Lord said. Behold, the days are coming when all that is in your house and that which your fathers have stored up till this day should be carried away to Babylon. Nothing shall be left, says the Lord, as some of your own sons whom you, uh, who will come after you, uh, whom you will father, will be taken away and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Now, the saddest thing is that Hezekiah agreed that this word from the Lord was right, but rather than repenting from his foolishness, as he had done before, he felt nothing but relief that the bad news about the future of the kingdom would fall on his descendants rather than during his lifetime. Now, I am suspicious that Hezekiah's 15 years of spiritual decline began with coasting. Coasting usually doesn't end well. Think of a ship without a rudder. A full sail will blow that ship wherever the winds want to go. Aimless. Hezekiah didn't finish the race of his life well. I had a seminary prof who often said, no one drifts into holiness. And so Hezekiah got me to thinking about what I need to do to finish my race well. Maybe these seven resolutions might help you. First, never give in to the alluring temptation to be the cool kids on the block. God made you for his purposes. Second, 
Always receive everything with thanks to God as from Him, even if it comes from the cool kids. Third, never forget God. Fourth, never take personal credit for God's blessings. They always point to His goodness, not yours, not mine. Fifth, never by word or action do anything to bring disrepute to God's name. Sixth, never try to get the accolades of others, but always try to please God. And seventh, never give in to coasting. You know, self-comforts as a way of life. Always strive for godly improvements and keep your eyes on the prize. Each of these resolutions needs unpacking for application, but I think you get the idea. Like my professor said, or I will paraphrase, no coasting into heaven. Well, thanks for joining me, and thanks to Steve Dion, who uh, has no intention of coasting into heaven, in this episode of Wisdom 828, where we're dedicated to stamping out spiritual malnutrition one episode at a time. You'll be of good cheer.